When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yeah, we are live! Hi everyone, good morning, happy Tuesday. Uh, let's just got to get this thing off my screen. We are live uh, with Dr. Paul Herkel. Our returning members uh, know exactly who he is. We love Dr. Paul around here. We could talk for days to Dr. Paul. Yep. Hello, I think Gina just ended it. If anyone's watching live, it'll go back live in a second. Uh, all right, I'm just gonna end this. Oh, wait, here she comes. Oh, Gina, are you trying to sabotage my show? <laughs> did you hear me? I'm like, shit, what is going on? What the heck did I do? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was gonna just continue on your, like, uh, your, your rant in the morning, that's it. Um, I'm a really great at weight loss. Everything else is total crapshoot, including technology. <laughs> good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I think there's probably a bunch of returning members. They all know who my uh, who I am. Yeah, uh, we're here to talk about all things naturopathic, functional, holistic medicine, and uh, this is uh, Gina. She's our guest. <laughs> I was a little too excited. A little. I get a little too excited. You're like mashing and buttons on there. I. I, I I could, uh, I could honestly talk to you forever. I always get so excited because man, even just some of the questions that people have on the poster that we do for you, it's just people are really lost. Like they really are. They're so confused. Um, so man, I love breaking things down with you. Um, let's just talk about naturopathic doctors. Cause the one thing I was thinking about aha moments and all the conversations that we have, one of my biggest takeaway is like, we know that supplements are beneficial right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, for rhymes and reasons. And, um, but there's like, but who do you talk to about them? You know what I mean? Like there, you have, right. there's this amazing resource of all these supplements and health food stores are full of them. And even your pharmacy full of them. And obviously there's something to them. Um, right. but, but your doctor is very limited in their knowledge. Yeah. And I'm, I'm by no means my bashing doctors, you guys, I am absolutely not, but this is through our conversations with Dr. Paul, that this was sort of this aha moment that I had that, you know, it's, there's amazing resources available to actually help you. Yet your doctor is very limited in their knowledge and they're, they're very rarely suggesting supplements like even when you get your blood work done it's really just primarily to test your iron really I mean you have to pay extra for your d it's almost like doctors right. don't even care what your d is because you have to pay extra if you want the d you have to specifically ask for it so so naturopathic doctors are really I mean talk about what you do but, but yeah. that is definitely one area is that 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 they should be your go-to person to discuss supplements or do you do you even say alternative like do you even like that no, i hate i hate the term alternative because actually that's a really good segue into what i was going to start is that you know i think we have to realize uh, that there are multiple pieces that should be part of your healthcare team so uh in the same way that your mechanic doesn't is not your roofer and your plumber there are people with expertise in different areas and your medical doctor um, in the current healthcare system, at least here in Ontario and many around the world, it's kind of like acting like the gatekeeper where they'll refer you to specialists. But the reality is, is that they don't have 
a ton of expertise in specific areas. And naturopathic doctors are really focused on nutrition. They're really focused on supplementation. So what is the research behind botanicals, minerals, amino acids, how these can play a role in helping you. But furthermore, they actually are really helpful at helping you unravel some of the underlying issues that you might be experiencing. And so that doesn't mean that your family doctor doesn't want to help you do that, but it does mean that they often don't have time to do it. And they often don't think about your body in a way that's connected. Unfortunately, our system right now is broken down Gina, into silos. So if you have a heart problem, you see a cardiologist. Yeah. But what about if your sleep problem is causing your heart, uh, your heart issues? Well, uh, I'm, you know, go see the sleep specialist. There's a big disconnect. And this is the yeah. key niche or niche, whichever way you want to put it. What do you say? Niche or niche? <laughs> niche. I, I try to avoid the word altogether because okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm a niche guy. So by the way, anyway, so, uh, the niche for naturopathic doctors is that they really help people understand how nutrition, supplementation fit into their health. And they're also really good at dealing with gut issues, inflammation issues, and hormonal issues, among many other things. So I think everybody should really have a naturopathic doctor on their team, like a chiropractor, like a massage therapist. I talk about this all the time, Gina. Who's on your healthcare team? Who's in your healthcare corner? Because if it's only your medical doctor, you are playing like with one person on your team when you should actually have five on the field. Right. So, so, so let's, let's break this down again. So I, so, cause you know, so many people struggle with weight. You're, so Dr. Paul, also, if you're new to the program, he knows the program inside and out, his wife, his mother-in-law, they've all done the program. He knows the program. So let's say I'm a person and I'm, I'm counting calories. I'm doing what I'm told and I can't lose weight. I go to my doctor and I say, I'm having a hard time. What would the conversation look like when I go to my, my doctor, that would be okay. I, I, you know, I'm having a hard time losing weight. What's going on as opposed to the conversation with you. Because you 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 have dealt with uh, some some people who do run through the program do have issues, and we'll talk about that reasons why their right. their bodies don't have the same kind of response that other people do, and then you would obviously have a protocol for that. But what kind of how different would those conversations look? Yeah, I think that in your with your family doctor, it's kind of like. Um, try to eat better. Uh, you know, I I've heard of, you know, these weight loss programs, go to this weight loss clinic. They might send you to a Dr. Bernstein or, a, you know, something like that Herbalife. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, I think we all know where that leads, um, yeah. Yeah. Waiting, uh, uh, weight loss and not really right. sustainable. So with the naturopathic doctor, we really try to understand, okay, so if a person's main concern is they want to lose weight, uh, going on Gina's plan is a phenomenal. I've the amount of people I've told go do the Livy, the Livy protocol, because that's a great foundation, but there are some people that just don't, um, they, they don't get the results they want. So that's a yeah. or B they want to level up their health. And that's where a naturopath really is helpful. And by the way, naturopathic doctor and naturopath are kind of interchangeable. Okay. Uh, you know, it's kind of like doctor of chiropractic and chiropractor. It's the same type of thing. Okay. Um, and so the conversation would go along the lines of, okay, Let's say they are doing thriving on the living plan. We're going to say, let's level up our health. So let's look at everybody, especially once they get into their 40s and 50s and 60s, they all have some chronic health issues because most people have been overworked and under recovered in their, in their past. And so yeah. they're, oh, you know what? My sleep's not great or my digestive uh, system is not good. And so we kind of unpack each one of those issues because, you know, 
the weight loss can be limited by the fact that if you have inflammation that's happening, that hasn't yeah. been properly identified, it, yeah. can, it can be limited by the fact that your hormones are dysregulated and your family doctor has been ignoring you. The fact that your hair is kind of falling out and you feel like your weight can't uh, come off easily and you're really cold. But by the way, that's all thyroid symptoms. So yeah. we assess that. Yeah. And so we kind of come in and fill in that gap that the family doctor can't really do at trying to get at what are the underlying issues. And there in, in most cases, there are some pretty substantial underlying issues, especially if you just feel like things are not great. Now, if you go through the Livy plan, you're like, you know what? I feel incredible, no issues. All my past issues, all those aches and pains went away then. You know what? You probably just need a level up and tune up uh, if anything at all. But most people are somewhere in that middle where they're, yeah, I still have some issues. And, you know, and not to mention prevention. Prevention's massive because I think about prevention. I spend an hour with my first patients, Gina. The mm. Most family doctor visits are seven to 10 minutes max. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't really have a chance to get into, okay, so you know what? My family history is such, and what can we do about that? Right. I have a lot of patients that are now thinking about their health like that. And I, and I think that going through the program with you, Gina, has really made people think about their health in a totally different way. Yeah. To me, it's like uh, how to get healthy, the basics, how to get healthy 101. That's the program. And the side effect really is weight loss. We are going to, Dr. Paul's going to be back a couple of times with us. So we are going to have conversations about what if the program you feel isn't working the best for you, like it is for everybody else. There are things that you need to keep in mind and look out for. But right now in the beginning, we're really laying the foundation. People are just making adjustments to their food plan. They're just noticing the body's change. It's kind of too soon to assess if things are working or not working. I like. Agree. Your takeaway is like, if you're starting to like, yeah, because the body can be very reactive. So it'd be hard to get a handle on how your body even is really responding to the process. But moving forward, you should be feeling better. You should notice some changes. And we're, again, we'll have this conversation with Dr. Paul. If you're not noticing those changes, um, there's well, there's a whole conversation around that, things that you can do. Totally. And, and that's what I have conversations with my patients, Gina, that have gone through the plan is that they're kind of like, oh, and you hear this all the time, non-scale victories. You have to be focusing on things like that. If your body body is trending in the right direction. And we're just going to preemptively say this, and you're probably going to hammer this home before in many, yeah. many times after this, you have to look at your overall trajectory of your health while being on the plan. Mm. It's just about, I know everyone wants to be like, Oh, they want to see the pounds and melt off 10, 20, 30. That sometimes happens, but it's okay if it doesn't, because you're on your own health journey and you need to Part of this process is learning to trust your body. You need to just yeah. reclaim that trust because there's been years, probably decades, where you've abused your body. Or you yeah. maybe, at, and maybe that's a little too harsh. Maybe no, you've abused it. Starved, you know, deprived. Some people have abused it. You know, think about your university college years. <laughs> think about the 20s when you had or when you had your kids. Think about, I can't even remember them. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's part of the problem, Gina, is that I don't know what you're doing. You can't remember them, but... Uh, you know, we, in general, it's very rare for somebody to be really cognizant of being in optimal health early in their life. And, yeah. and so all those years, there's a buildup to that, Gina. So yeah. now you have to peel that, those layers back. And sometimes there's a healing process that happens that things have to kind of get stirred up before they get better. Okay. Let's talk about that because people sign up, right? They have big hopes, big dreams. They want to reach their goals, but their bodies are a hot mess. 
right? Obviously, it's going to take a lot longer. And I, I hate that thing, like it took you long this long to get to where you are. It's going to take you longer. Like, I, I, I get it. It's just not, you know, my thing. But so if someone starts following the food plan and their body's reactive. Some people are like constipated. Some people have loose bowel movements. Some people are sleeping the best they ever have in their entire life. Some people are having the worst sleeps because they're waking up in the middle of the night, going to the bathroom. Like, you know, it's all, it's just chaos. Like, what is that about? What is that about? Well, I think it's a a good continuation of what I was just talking about, where the body's going to take some time to adjust. So if there's, think about you, a good reflection piece is think about how long you've been in a state of health that you've not been satisfied with that, you know, you know, I've had those daily headaches or I haven't slept really well, uh, or I've had chronic gut issues and think about it. Has that been five years, 10 years? (laughs) <laughs> it's going to take time, yeah. maybe longer. It's going to take time for your body to kind of create a new equilibrium because whenever you change in life and also in physiology, you're going, that change brings about some uh, chaos, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and that includes in the body. So that you have to be patient early on. That requires you to stay the course. Sometimes it is a flare up of eczema that happens. And all these are kind of categorized in what we term kind of like detox reactions for a lack of yeah. a better term. It's not mm-hmm. all like, Hey, I just see this junk falling out of me. It's uh, we think about very kind of crudely like that, but your body literally is now being hydrated in a proper way. And when you hydrate the body, the cells finally start responding the way they should yeah. We forget about, it's not just about the cells, Gina. what about all the space between ourselves? That's called the intercellular space. There's a yeah. ton of it in the body. And that's kind of like the body's dumping ground. So when you hydrate it, all of a sudden it starts flushing some of this stuff out. And so it can cause all sorts of things in the body like headaches, uh, like loose stools. And so I, I suggest this early on, you stay the course. Now there's a couple of things that I should point out. Obviously, uh, you know, things like supplementation, which we're going to talk about here, taking magnesium, if you've never taken it before, can cause your stools to be loose. Yeah. And so that is something that you might need to dial back. So you, if you happen to be in the loose stool category, then my suggestion would be, you know, dial back the magnesium yeah. uh, and that you can, we can go through each one of these if they're constipated up the magnesium. So there's like a couple little <laughs> things that we can do, but yeah. moral of the story is Gina, as you know, <laughs> you have to be patient. Yes. You have to be patient. Okay. So before I, because we do want to go through the supplements, but how yeah. the biggest question is like, how do I know I need them? right? Like, how do I know? Like magnesium, most people are deficient. Most people can benefit. I mean, wait, the fact to me, it's like, these are all, they all have a lot of benefits, but they're all specific for weight loss and help with this process. So how do you know, like, how do you know you need them? You're kind of, your, your body's feeling you need to store fat and you're having a hard time losing, right? Like to me, that's like very simplistic, but you know, but obviously it's more complicated than that. How would I know? um, How would I know if I need these things? Yeah. So there, there are multi facets to that question because some things you know, you can actually test. So like, for example, vitamin D, B12, iron, I'm not saying you're recommending iron, but these are deficiencies that are quite obvious Mm -hmm. uh, that can be tested, but not everything can be tested. For example, magnesium, which I know uh, is my number one favorite uh, supplement. It's the one I prescribe the most. I have six different types magnesium in my clinic, uh, mm-hmm. because I think there's so much utility. Uh, those are the types of things that are not tested well with the current testing that we have. But then we go to information that's in the research that says majority of people are deficient. Mm-hmm. And th- there isn't a good test like vitamin D of like, how much do I need if I was deficient? So we kind of 
stick to the dosing that's recommended on the label, which generally is fairly good. And then also we look at signs and symptoms from the body. So if you're my stool, if I was constipated and now I'm going regularly, that's probably a pretty good dose of magnesium. Right. Uh, if I, if I'm really loose, then maybe I should uh, knock that back. So there are certain examples of things like magnesium that are in the, in the plan, uh, probably something like MCT, which I think is a phase two, uh, yep. you know, supplement mm -hmm. prebiotics and probiotics. We'll talk about, these are all very rational physiological things that make sense to support the body, not just in weight loss, but exactly in the process that we just talked about mm -hmm. these changes that are happening. When you change your diet, when you change your patterns of living, your hydration, your body's going to go through a little bit of this adjustment process. And right. these supplements help you with that adjustment process and help speed up the time to get to equilibrium and homeostasis. Yeah. And that's what I mean by it. it helps speed up the process, you know, and pulling all the things together, supplementing, helping give, give the body that it needs. What do you say to people who say, oh, I don't believe in supplements or my doctor doesn't believe in supplements? What, what do you say to that? Yeah, well, I would say, you know what, first of all, they haven't really read any of the research that's available there. I mean, everything that you're recommending is absolutely well-researched when it comes to general health effects. Not all of it is when it comes to weight loss. And that's why we're not just calling it the magnesium will make you lose weight. No, uh, you know, <laughs> Gina never said that. Dr. Herkel never said that. But what it does is that most people are deficient and it's required for, phys for physiology. It is probably something that we should replete, put back in the body. So that, that's the first thing. There's a tremendous amount of research on every single thing that you've done. Just um, the, the main search engines PubMed that doctors should go and look at for medical research. If you just search magnesium or probiotics, you'll find hundreds, if not thousands of citations. So that's number one. So yeah. that should get rid of the no research behind it skeptics. Number yeah. two, um, we know from a physiological perspective, there are certain things that have a benefit to our bodies. Mm -hmm. And so it just makes sense that if you don't have enough of these things and you're going through a three month change where you're totally overhauling your, your life, you should probably not just change your diet, but also change the things that are supporting you mm. uh, through that process. And so supplements are exactly that. I don't want people to be on these for the rest of their lives. I'm a big fan of taking things when you need them, taking things appropriately at the right dose for the right time. So for example, it, I, oh, I, I take, I take my vitamins. I take a one a day gummy multi, you know, like you just <laughs> simply can't get enough in a gummy multi. So this is what I kind of yeah. deposit in the make yourself feel good bank, but not really doing anything for you. Yeah. So I think that, I think that's a good example of what gives supplementation a bad name is when they've done these research on these things that really don't have an effect, you know? Yeah, I was just going to say, because the pseudoscience, right? Like, that's the thing where the diet industry is going. People are very skeptical about multi-level marketing, you know, all the, 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 every diet that comes along with the right. set of supplements with it. Like, can you just talk about how this is not that, like, these are not like some crazy wackadoo bullshit supplements that we're just trying to make money. In fact, no, no one benefits here. Dr. Paul doesn't benefit. I don't benefit. No one benefits from you guys going out and grabbing these supplements, except the places you buy them from, which does 
doesn't benefit us at all. But you talk about that because that's like that's happening out there now. People are thinking, yeah. you know, naturopathic doctors, it, you know, all these supplements, it's pseudoscience. It's just people trying to sell you weight loss. Like, can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Because because people should be skeptical because there is some there is some bullshit supplements out there. And, you know, Dr. Oz every week is like pushing this and pushing that. And I think yeah. people are always surprised when they, you know, they get here and they're ready for the supplements. I'm like, take some omega-3. <laughs> We're like, what? I'm like a three. Uh, where's like that? Where's like that 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 juju berry that's gonna make me melt the weight <laughs> off? Yeah, I know. I get it. Uh, and are those? Do they do they help? Where where are they? Did we get some of those up in here? Because you know anything that's gonna help, I'm all about it. But to me, I you know those things never seem to help. Like these big vitamin D, some magnesium, and omega three. Like if you want some bad boys that are gonna make a difference, that's it. Right. That's it. So first things I will say is that. Um, the supplements complement the program. It's not that you can take these supplements, you're going to lose weight. So the, the, I want to make sure that that's really important. It, like, as I think that. you've I already that. said so, so often is that you really have to look at this as a package deal. It's not just, you know, um, you're going to do one of these aspects. It all works together. That's the first yeah. thing. Everything Second thing is, is that, you know, there's a, unfortunately there's a, there's a ton of stuff out there that really gives uh, you know, supplementation, a bad name. And it's people not doing it correctly. It's people not doing it in appropriate doses using the right forms. There are also a lot of really poor quality supplements on the market. And that's, yeah. and that's the other problem is that you go to a pharmacy, a general pharmacy, whether it's Walgreens in the U S or whether it's something like, you know, shoppers here, and you're just going to get really the, the most cut rate, simple, non-absorbable nutrients. Like we'll use the example of magnesium oxide. Magnesium okay. oxide yeah. is the most common magnesium on the market. But the reality is, is that it's, it's a laxative and that's where you're going to find it in the laxative aisle. And so it's the cheapest. So people are like, Oh yeah, I'm taking a magnesium, but it's really not going to be absorbed very well. So when you really understand the physiology of each one of these nutrients, when you take it the right way, you're going to actually be able to get the benefit of these things. So magnesium citrate or glycinate, these are better things. Magcom actually turns into ionic magnesium, which is, I think a really good uh, way of absorbing it once it's in liquid. So that's why you mix it in liquid. Mm -hmm. So there is a definite science to how to apply these things, Sheen. That's also, also it's in combination with people are actively helping yes. their body make change and level up health and wellness wise. We're not just talking about people who are just at home following their same old usual crappy diet and then adding these things in expecting yeah. to lose weight. Right? Not going to really do anything at that point. You have, it's true. They complement each other. I would say the diet does the majority of the work and the supplements supplement exactly how they're supposed to do. <laughs> uh, and then, and then I would say back to your original question about naturopathic doctors at that point, if you're like, okay, I still have some issues that need to be resolved. Now I can be very strategic with which particular supplements do I need to do? And that's a lot of what I do with, patients that have gone through the, the program is that, okay, so you know what, you actually don't need to do these things, but you really need to double up on these things. And we need yeah. to add this one other thing that is going to be at an evidence-based dose. And we're going to do it for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. But I dislike is like, oh yeah, you know what, just take this and do it forever. And, and people have no idea what to do. I like that. It's three months. It's structured, follow it. There's a phase one, there's a tier yeah. two supplements. Uh, not all of it's applicable to everybody. And that's where, yeah. if you really are wondering about that, talk to somebody that understands this, talk to a naturopathic doctor, yeah. talk to somebody that has good proficiency in natural health products. And unfortunately, medical doctors get an hour of and maybe two hours of nutrition, just general nutrition in, yeah. in medical school. They are yeah. not experts in this field. Got it. And even 
me, like, you know, a lot, and of course I have the education and background, but you know, I'm a lot of hands-on experience helping thousands of people over 30 years. Like I know a lot about a lot of things, but I really just, I'm sharing what I have learned works. And that is where I stay in my lane. And this is where I like to have experts like you come on and talk about these things because, you know, although I know a lot about them, I am not the expert in them. Like, for example, like if my kid had some major digestive issues and things, I would probably go seek out a natural path or a dietitian, as someone who focuses on those specific issues, right? Not a weight loss expert to help me with those things. Although what I have learned is that it's not just as simple as calories in versus calories out. The kinds of foods that you eat make a difference. Um, I shared this TED talk um, the other day, which is about the effects of, um, uh, of your food choices on your brain. Like this, this diet industry has like deduced calories in versus calories out. Like all food is the same. All sugars are the same. All carbs are the same. All everything is the same. It's so not true. Like why don't, why, why can't they grasp the fact? Like I get science, but why can't they guess that like, there's so much unknown. There's so much that we don't know and is there not like wiggle room in space in that unknown to recognize that the there is something to be said about the way that your body takes the, the kinds of foods that you're eating and breaks them down and processes them based on their nutrient value like a calorie is not a calorie like then why can't the, why can't the science people see that i'll give you a one really great example that really is on the cutting edge of science you know first of all um we are now exploring as a scientific community the effect of the gut on weight loss. Yes. Not microbiome. So every food that you eat comes in contact with the bacteria and the fungi and viruses that are in your gut. Mm -hmm. And there are 10 times the amount of these creatures in your digestive system. There are in cells in your body and there's trillions of cells in your body. Yeah. 40 trillion cells. And so that is a crazy amount of bacteria. And so what we don't fully understand and we're trying to understand better is that when you eat a food, just like you mentioned, it either has a positive impact on your gut microbiome or it doesn't, has a negative impact. Mm -hmm. And so doing a, a calorie from a Twinkie or a yeah. cookie or a donut might have the same calorie if you, if you ate you know, a kale salad with feta cheese and different things in it, but the effect on your microbiome is totally different. Yeah. And so that is one example of you just can't take calories in calories out. Yeah. There's a huge uh, multifactorial component and you have to look at what is the overall nutrient density of the food. What is the good fat component of the food? What is the protein? Like what's the insulin uh, effect on blood sugar? There are many uh, factors to look at, but fundamentally um, I think that the program does a great job of putting people in a solid lane that they can really yeah. not have to question, okay, what, what do I eat? The least processed as possible is the safest, best place to be. And that's really the, the crux of what you're, what you're telling your people, your members. Yeah. And it's so exciting because even with these like slight changes that people are making, their bodies are already responding, like people feeling better than they ever have sleeping. That's just in a few short days to a couple of weeks. Can you imagine like three months? Your body has this amazing ability. Like, it, can you also just talk? And I do want to get into these supplements. The fact that the body is not designed to store fat. It is absolutely on your side to the rate at which it repairs. Like, there's, can, there is hope for people here. So many people, I think, believe their body is fighting them, that's trying to make them fat, like it's just trying to screw well, them over. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and the people's perception is their reality, Gina. And so mm -hmm. if they're 
perception has been all their life is that it's been a struggle, then I totally understand why they feel that way that you just described. And I don't yeah. begrudge that. Yeah. Uh, there are multiple factors, Gina, that play a role. And some of them are in our control and some of them are not in our control. Like for example, what you ate when you were a kid does play a major role in the way that your microbiome is formed. And your microbiome is responsible partly in terms of how you lose weight. Mm -hmm. uh, exposure to creams, chemicals, uh, substances, phthalates, parabens. We want to make sure that all of our things are, you know, BPA free. Why do they think, why do you think that all pregnancy and prenatal and, and baby neonate things are BPA free? If you don't know what that is, that's an area that we should probably talk about, understand this is a substance that acts like a hormone in your body. Yeah. And what basically research has very clearly shown, and nobody's talking about this in the conventional world, is that it basically is an obesogen, Gina. I mean, it makes your body trick itself into being fat. So this is one example of an external thing that has been maybe outside of our zone of understanding that is maybe not been in our full control when we were younger. But mm -hmm. now, how do we bring it back to now? The reality is, is that we need to slowly put our body in the best position to be healthy. And then we need to have trust in our body that it's going to get back to steady state, which is healthy. I totally agree with you. Our homeostasis is healthy. However, for some people, that process might be five years. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, 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 you, and you, unfortunately, are going to have to find a way to be okay with that. And I, have to, I counsel my patients like that all the time. Don't just look at the people that are losing 30, 40 pounds in the first session, which is incredible. I've, you know, people in my family have done that. So yeah. it really does have this incredibly fast effect. But if you're not going to be that person, think about this as a health plan with a weight loss as a benefit. Yeah. And there will be people who will struggle and we will, we, we will, you know, we'll be suggesting all the things we'll be talking about maximizing your efforts. We're going to be talking to Dr. Paul about things that you can do and options that you have. If you really feel like your body isn't connecting at this point, it is way too soon way to too decide soon. way too soon. Yeah. But if you know, we're, we're, we're weeks, we're weeks in and months in and you really feel like it's not working through. We're don't, we're going to have all the conversations. All right, let's get into these supplements. Uh, let's, I want to start with omega-3 because I'm just such a fan for brain health. The reason why I suggest is like, obviously the body needs fat without enough good fat coming in. Your body's reluctant to let go of fat. Something I learned during the whole low fat, no fat era of the diet industry. It was just, it felt like more of a swim, like the hands-on, everyone's talking about that was the way to go, but hands-on people were really struggling. To me, it wasn't helping at all. Um, and it just, you know, fat, as we talked about more and more even the canada food guide you know was non-existent on the on there 20 years ago now it's on there now we're starting to recognize the benefits of it um your brain health your brain is how your body communicates with your body you know it's so important we talk about omega-3 yeah so omega-3s are one of those things that um would fit in the category of almost everybody's deficient in it and there's yeah. actually research that's done on this you can actually test through something called an omega score, which I've started doing more with my patients that will tell you what is the level of omega-3 in your blood. And mm -hmm. most people will find that they are very low. And yeah. so the, the simplest solution is we got to increase our omega-3s. And there's tons and tons of benefit. You mentioned brain health, Gina, but I would even say specifically for weight loss, one of my best uh, effects that I can think of would be to help lower inflammation. So yeah. Let's understand this. So here's our... Here's our cell. So our cell has a, a layer 
around it called a, a lipid membrane. So this is made up of fat. Inside the cell is all the, uh, the machinery and outside is other cells and interstitial space. And that layer around the cell here is made up of fats, including omega-3s. And the more you eat things like processed fats, damaged fats, really highly fried, that's going to get incorporated here. And your cell basically will become like not really oh, mobile. And right. so omega-3s, what they do is they, if you're taking them, especially at the correct doses, they eventually and slowly get incorporated into the cell. And now your cell is uh, able to be flexible. Your cell is able to lower inflammation in the area because that's where inflammation happens. It happens yeah. at the cellular level. So yeah. omega-3s over time get incorporated in that and they can lower inflammation. And they also help with something called insulin signaling, which I know you're probably going to talk about. And that is what's going to tell our body to, hey, let's suck up this sugar into our cells and use it for fuel rather than having it crawl around our bloodstream for too long, loiter and cause damage. So omega-3s, a, a lot of good benefits there. I love that. We're, we're going to have to have a whole conversation on inflammation. We'll make sure that we do that yeah. next time you come. But, you know, one of the reasons that people are like, oh, how do I know if I, if I have inflammation in my body? Well, you're storing excess fat causes inflammation in the body. So just the fact that you're here and needing to lose weight can kind 100%. of- 100%. If your adipose tissue is an inflammatory tissue, the research is very clear about that. And yeah. so the good news is that the more you weight you lose, the more better you stick to the program. You're going to have lowering inflammation just like that. And you be, uh, you're seeing it over and over. I've seen it over and over. People just by losing 10, 15 pounds, not that much, will say, you know what? My blood pressure's gone away and my blood sugar's better. And all the things that my doctor was really worried about now are better. Uh, yeah. My sleep apnea is gone. So yeah. we know, we've known for a long time. Being overweight is not healthy for you, not just for the sake of aesthetics, which is important, yeah. but also mm -hmm. more for outcomes. So yeah, really important. Um, what about um, what about gummies and stuff, these supplements? Can we just get that conversation out of the way? Gummy, yeah. can people always ask about gummies? What about, uh... Yeah, I, uh, I talk about gummies. I already did, unfortunately, ripped on them. Uh, there are very few supplements in gummy form that have therapeutic effects. So yeah. one of my big sticking points Gina is supplementing at, with the right substance at the right dose at the right time. So yeah. for example, uh, if you take omega-3s on an empty stomach, first thing in the morning, don't eat, you're not going to absorb them well. Why? They're a fat. Exactly. And fats are absorbed better when you have things like bile that's secreted out of your gallbladder and lipase, which is an enzyme that breaks down fats. <laughs> if you take an empty stomach, you're not going to get the benefit. Same thing yeah. with vitamin D, not going to get the benefit. So that's right. the timing is, is, is really important. Anyways, I digress. Back to gummies. Gummies, I worked in the natural health product industry for a decade. I was a medical director. I understood the formulation production process really, really well. And the reality is, is that companies simply can't load up enough of the active ingredient in a gummy. So gummy is really just based on convenience and taste, but really sacrifices potency. So if you can really avoid using a gummy, that would be really good uh, and more effective for you. And finally, not to mention, there's a ton of sugar and fillers usually yeah. in gummies. Maybe they've taken out the artificial color now, which is great. But the reality is, is that it's just really one step forward, one step back, in my opinion. Okay. 
So um, we're going to talk. So, so obviously there are different qualities of supplements, like, you know, what you would buy in the health food store or your pharmacist would be different than the health food store, which would be different than going to see a naturopathic doctor. So if you have some major health issues and stuff, you might want to invest in some better quality supplements, but for the most part, people are going to dabble. They're going to like kind of cover the basis in terms of dosing. Like you're talking about, obviously going to a naturopathic doctor, getting your blood work done, getting these tests work done, cutting to the chase, but not viable for everybody, not viable for everybody. So how should people like, should they just start with a recommended dose? Because especially with omega-3s and also vitamin Ds, like, and magnesium, those recommended doses seem to be changing and more and more people are recommending sort of higher doses. Is there a benefit in that? Should people just start with like just the, the, the recommended, like, what do you suggest here? Yeah. So I think you hit on all the right points there. Uh, if you possibly can, uh, and probably the people that have uh, bigger issues or really want to level up their health, like I said before, and want to understand, you can personalize many of these things. Mm -hmm. uh, there, it's hard to know the dose because it all depends on what's actually in the bottle. So yeah. for example, with your omega-3, you know, of somebody that has inflammation, if they take the dose that's recommended on the bottle, they're not going to really get a full benefit or they're going to mm -hmm. take it for a really long time. So mm -hmm. that's where someone like myself will say, all right. I want you to take this at two twice a day as an example. I'm yeah. not saying that's the right dose for an omega-3 based <laughs> on what you have. Um, yeah. A lot of people um, just buy either what's recommended or they buy what's at Costco or whatever. And that doesn't necessarily make it bad quality. It just means that maybe they need to take more of it. Yeah. Maybe it's not the right form for them. And that's a really common thing that I see a lot of people on the program. There, Listen, there are good quality supplements in health food stores. There are high quality supplements and there's also poor quality. There's the kind of basic and sometimes the basic are absolutely fine. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're not. And, and I'll give you a couple of examples. Generally B12 is good from, you know, even brands that are a little bit less expensive because sometimes they're less expensive because it's a poor quality uh, ingredient or they use in more inferior form. So okay. B12 is called cyanocobalamin generally, and there's a superior form called methylcobalamin. That is why it's maybe a touch more expensive mm -hmm. or that company just has makes a ton of it and they yeah. can, they can get their margins lower. So there's that something like turmeric. That is one that is a specialty in botanical extract. And that's where I would pay for the more, um, uh, I would say more advanced or more uh, professional grade. And that's something we'll talk about in phase two of the supplements, but that's just an example. So um, I, I think that part of being judicious is working with a naturopathic doctor, but if you don't follow the dose on the label as a, as a good start. Okay. And even then also even like, you know, talking to the people at the health food store, yeah. like ha having conversations, <coughs> excuse me, this is what we're doing. We're having a conversation about these supplements that, I know can be a benefit and we're trying to highlight them and we're trying to like bring, bring to light and talk about them as much as possible and try to cover as many things that you guys want to know about them. But at the end of the day, talking to your healthcare providers about them is really the conversation that you, that people need to have. So a couple it's of such things. a crapshoot, right? Like yeah. what quality this, what quality that, how much totally. of this, how much of that, should I take this? Should I take that? Like who, what the fuck? <laughs> And, and, you know, oftentimes the clerks at the stores, um, you know, there are people that are, have expertise in this. So almost every health food store has, you know, asked for them, you know, who's your expert in the, in the supplements. And they'll probably yeah. call out this, you know, this, this more elderly person or whatever. It doesn't matter. It, it can be anybody. I, and I've gone around Canada talking to these people. There's some incredibly 
wise and uh, well-versed yeah. people. And you could always say, all right, so give me, uh, I'm looking for B12. I'm looking for a uh, good quality product. Give me an option. All right. What's the second option? And what's the difference? If you just engage them a little bit, yes. it's there. You don't necessarily, people come in and they say, I have X, I have restless legs. I have tinnitus. What should you give me? And so they, they come up with a tinnitus formula or whatever, you know, that, that I'm not recommending, but what I'm recommending is start having the conversation. Don't ask them to be your doctor, yes. ask them to be. Uh, an advocate for you and explain what they're actually carrying, yeah. right? You know, you, you probably shopped around for, uh, you know, some of the, you know, if you're going to buy, let's say a mortgage, you're probably not going to go to the first place you're going to get. You're going to look around for something that yeah. works for you. So that's one yeah. way of, of doing it. Even I, I, even I will go to the health food store and I will have conversations with them as well, especially if I'm looking for this, looking for that. Okay, well, what about this? What about that form? And, you know, like, you know, this or that or whatever. And, you know, they, they are super knowledgeable. So to have, well, conversation, yeah, have conversations. Okay, so I got to, I know you're, we're, we're going to blow through these. Vitamin D, the importance of vitamin D. Yeah, because people are like, I'm in the sun. I, do I need it? I don't know why. Yeah. It's just like. Well, if you're in Canada or if you're not in the sun, like most people, uh, you're in the winters, you're, you need vitamin D. Uh, I think most medical doctors, I've heard this over and over. I've had residents rotate through the clinic that I work at. So these are medical doctors doing their specialty training. And they're like, isn't everyone deficient in vitamin D? Not necessarily. And, and the reality is, is that I test uh, almost all my patients. But in general, uh, the recommendation usually is anywhere between one and 5,000 IUs a day with food. Uh, yeah. And that's for people in the winter that live in the Northern hemisphere. And mm -hmm. if you really want to be really proactive, then you would go get your levels tested. And then you don't, because if you are happening to me, and I've seen this before, I, oh, I, I get people that take vitamin D. First of all, you may not be absorbing it. B, you're yeah. taking it at the wrong time. C, yeah. you might be deficient for other reasons and we need to take more of it. And that's where when you test, they're like, oh, well, I've been taking vitamin D. I'm deficient. How's that possible? Well, for that all those reasons. Yeah. That was me. So deficient, taking it every day. And did like, so I have to take, so I have to take high doses. So uh, back in the day, they used to be like, you could, you could load it all up on one day. You could do it once, once a week. You could take yeah. like 6,000 IUs and be done with it. Um, someone asked today, can you do that with all supplements? Why can you, why can you do that with D and can you do that with everything else? Um, so there is research on doing like a loading dose with vitamin D, like for example, a hundred thousand units for yeah. like once a month or something like that. Yeah. Um, the research, the latest research I've seen is that that is a uh, inferior approach. Okay. Uh, a more superior approach is the regular supplementation. Okay. I think whenever you take any supplement, a large amount of it, take it magnesium or vitamin D, omega three doesn't matter you absorb less of it because there's just a certain minimum amount of doors in your intestines for it to get through. Yes. So if you slower dose, lower dose consistently, like for example, a, a better way, if you're deficient in magnesium or vitamin D is to take it three times a day at a smaller amount, you're going to get better absorption than taking all at once. So that, I, that is one small change I often make with patients is that, Hey, if I need lots of vitamin D, we'll add a dose in the morning instead of just taking it all at night. Uh, and so, you know, that, that is a way that, you know, you, you, so, and you can do that with all supplements, vitamin D, you can do a loading dose because it's fat soluble and it lasts in the body longer, Gina, where yep. magnesium will just make you have stools. And you are <laughs> imagine doing my once a week dose. <laughs> yeah, be on, be on the toilet. Why am I 24 hours? Why am I in the toilet? I, I can't, I can't get out of there. You're prepping for your colonoscopy, Gina, maybe. <laughs> 
Um, just quickly, D3 and K. People always asking, like, can I, can I have K yes. with, my, with my D? What do oh, I need to do? Now? Love the question. Love the question because it tells, it talks a little bit to the synergy of nutrients. Yeah. There is a lot of synergy between different things you find in food and different supplements. Vitamin D is part of a family of fat-soluble vitamins, and that they include vitamin A, vitamin E, and vitamin K. And so vitamin D and vitamin K have complementary effects. So vitamin D, it's one of its main jobs is to support the immune system. And the second one is to pull calcium out of the gut. Now, mm -hmm. what, where's that calcium go? Well, yeah, that's good for your bones. That's true. But vitamin K then tells it, hey, you know what, go into the bone instead of going into the soft tissue. And so it protects actually your arteries from getting hardened by too much calcium. And so okay. that's, uh, that's why we don't recommend just one supplement. That's why there are multiple supplements. So vitamin K usually is a pretty good idea with vitamin D. Uh, and the only example would be that maybe you, I, I don't usually do it is that if I'm a person's really deficient and we got to get their levels up faster, we might do a, a vitamin D by itself because it's higher dose. And then we do a maintenance with vitamin D plus K2. And because there's synergy between the two, and there's also synergy between magnesium and vitamin D. And that's one that we people don't know enough about. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah, let's talk about it now. Um, there are so many different kinds of magnesium. They talk about how magnesium is responsible for like 300 different functions in the body. They're saying it's more upwards of 600,000. Yeah, that's that's yep. changing. We're really coming to realize it's one of the first to deplete when you're stressed. I know you are a massive fan. Uh, bisglycinate, that's usually the one that people are, their doctors are prescribing. Um, this is the one I like for obvious reasons. It, it, easy to absorb, but also helps with detoxification, bowel movements, processing foods in the now, yeah. drawing water into the bowels, all helps with sleep, helps with your melatonin. There's reasons why I suggest this one, but most people are taking this one. Can we talk about just magnesium in sure. general and the importance of it? Because it's yeah. probably like the one thing if you're deficient that makes weight loss really difficult. It does. Yeah, I agree. It does so many things in the body. And I think we just fully, I just fully don't even understand how many they do. Mm -hmm. Um, Part of the reason is that magnesium is responsible for your energy production. It yeah. is literally the backbone of your energy currency called ATP. And so it's really important for that. Uh, and, and obviously important for every single tissue from the cardiovascular system, from the brain system, um, helps uh, make sure that blood flow properly is happening. So the effects and the research behind all these effects, like for example, research on asthma, headaches, hypertension, you can go down the list. So yeah. we can all agree that magnesium is really, really important. There's lots of research being done or has been done about 50% uh, of people being deficient. And if you're an athlete or you're active and you're sweating, it goes up to 90%, Gina. So wow. that is, that's, that's, that's much higher. That's almost everybody. Uh, so uh, most people need magnesium. And then the third reason is that you, you need more is that there simply isn't much in our environment. There's not a lot of foods that are rich in magnesium. There are small amounts in greens, and that's where you get it from, where something like iron you get from red meat. It's not found in animal products at all. So if, you're, if you have gone through a period of time where you haven't been really good with your leafy greens, which I know you're a fan of at every single meal, yeah. uh, things yeah. like arugula and spinach and pumpkin seeds, they do have magnesium in it, but you know, in smaller amounts. And a lot of these things are not grown with fertilizer magnesium added. Everyone mm -hmm. wants to grow things as fast as possible. And so yeah. they, they use a kind of a nitrate based fertilizer, which makes it grow fast, but not nutrient dense magnesium. I used to work in the, in the <clears throat> tree and, and shrub world. 
uh, in the nursery and magnesium is the thing that makes things stronger. Uh, the stock is something uh -huh. they don't really care about strong. They want things like growing up fast and, and do it. So yeah, magnesium yeah, yeah. is majorly deficient. So all these different forms is confusing for people, Gina, because they're like, yes, well, it is. What type should I get? Well, the, first of all, before we move on to that, we should understand that a mag magnesium comes in all these different forms because magnesium is the mineral. It has to be attached to something else. So in the case of magnesium glycinate, it's attached to this big glycine molecule. So this little magnesium, and there's these two actually, they're technically called bisglycinate. And that's just a fancy way of saying two glycines. So mm -hmm. magnesium glycinate and bisglycinate, they are the same thing. They equal each other. They're just called glycinate. Yeah. So anyways, it's harder to absorb this thing and it's a little bit more expensive to make. So that's why, um, you know, companies are kind of advertising it as a superior form. It also gives you the benefit of the other amino acid added to it. So not only are you getting magnesium, but you're also getting glycine, which is an amino acid really, really important for detoxification. It's required by the liver for detox processes. And so I think that when you go through all the individual different magnesiums, you can make a claim about a specific health issue that it could address. So now I've confused everybody even more. So let's break it back down to what they need to know. Something like MagCalm or magnesium glycinate. First of all, whichever one you tolerate well is fine. I think that you could probably take either one. I think MagCalm, based on my experience, people do say that they sleep better. Now, yeah. how much of that is to do with MagCalm or just taking a whole bunch of magnesium before bed? I don't know. I think that the timing has a lot to do with it. And yeah. I do think that there's an absorption aspect to it. Now, I, I've said this before, it, a lot of people have a lot of loose stools in the morning, and that's because you're taking a lot of magnesium. So yeah. maybe play with the doses, or yeah. as I mentioned, yeah. take one in the morning and take one in the evening, not two or three at night, and then wondering why you know, your morning, you're rushing out of bed at 6 a.m. So I, I think that... Uh, there it's both are good forms gina yeah. and, and I think that either way get your magnesium whatever the form yeah. is and don't do mag oxide please yes for God's sake, don't do it okay um erin coffin i was talking to her yesterday um she talked about food and it's like this people have this idea i can just get it from food and she's like you would really have to curate your food and your food combinations yeah. like it's just not as easy as people think oh just get it from your food and get it in your diet like the, the food plan that people are following is pretty extensive there's a huge range people are eating nutrient-rich foods or eating right. the greens or eating that you know it's much harder than you think it's really flippant to say that oh, i'll just get it from my food because totally. you'd but really you have to curate you hear that a lot though from like skeptics gina you always say well no i had a good diet i don't need supplements you know i get everything through my diet but for all the reasons I mentioned, the food that our grandparents ate is totally different than the food that we're eating now. Yeah. Supermarkets have changed the game. So now it's about volume and mass quantity rather than quality. If yeah. you're just eating local and you're eating organic, and as you mentioned, you're curating your foods, I would say, you know, well done. You know, you maybe don't need to take supplements. Got time for that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think the reality is, you know, you have two kids, you're working a job, you're stressed out, and you know, you're not going to absorb your nutrients as well in those situations, not to mention yeah. throw in, you know, extra stressors that we don't know. Of. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I got an offender banner and now my neck hurts yeah. and my muscles are so tight. Well, guess what? Magnesium is so important for making your muscles relax. And yeah. we, I, oh, I love that you brought this up. This is so good. I'm going to get all riled up right now. <laughs> you, a lot of people just chug along 
getting away with a bare minimum, Gina. Yeah. And, and, and their body bodies are incredibly adaptive. They do it. But until, boom, something happens that, they, that pushes them over the edge and their body can't compensate. They have no buffer in terms of ability to absorb stressors. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're, they have a, a traumatic event. They get low, let go over their job or they get in a car accident. I see it all the time. Why does one person get in a fender bender and they walk away and they're back to normal and another person, they're, you know, in chronic pain for five years. Yeah. It's like the same impact. There's yeah. a lot of other factors that go into the way a person's health um, eventually uh, uh, functions. And a lot of it has to do that they don't have the foundation nutritionally that they're able to resist stress. And when you want to resist stress, you have to increase your nutrients, not the bare minimum, Gina. Diet is just kind of the foundation. You need yeah. more in a lot of cases. Yeah. And then take that, take that and the pandemic and the, the epic amounts of stress that people have been under and then their poor food choices and lifestyle choices. No offense, I'm not judging anyone. I was down in the wine and the chips too. But yeah, at the same time, that's just a disaster, right? Like it's just You're totally right. You're totally right. And so that those are examples. And there's many other ones where people need extra nutrients. We think about in, in, in black and white, you know, what drug does one mechanism of action, but we have to think about if we're going to raise the level of our health, mm. we can't just do one thing. We have to raise everything, everything. at the same time. Yeah. And that's where the effectiveness happens. So change the food you're eating, change the water you're drinking, change the nutrient density that you're doing, change your thought process, change yeah. your movement. You see how we have to do all these things. I get yeah. jacked up about this because yeah, yeah. This, this, Exciting. This, is the key, this is the key to people feeling better is that don't just look at, yeah, I went to physio and, uh, and, uh, my neck didn't get better. <laughs> well, well, you're still eating, uh, you know, chips that night. Like, you have to think about everything as playing no, a I'll role yeah. in the way that you feel. And so I think that's, what's great about the program. Think about supplements as optimizing, supercharging, not, oh, you know what? I'm not deficient. I'm fine. You don't know. What yeah. about optimizing your levels? Yeah. Vitamin D may be just barely in range, yeah. but is it optimal for your brain to heal yeah. and your body to heal? Uh, maybe not. Ah! I'll get off the soapbox. I'm off. I'm off. I love it. I love this conversation. I want to end on that note, but I still got five minutes or something. So I'm going to use it all up. I'm going to talk about, um, I'm going to talk about probiotics and prebiotics because I know I, I, people are, are wanting to know. Do you need to take, do you need to take the probiotic or the prebiotic? Can you just take the prebiotic instead of the probiotic? Who, who's going to benefit from either one of these? So you can do all of the above, Gina. You can do, people can take whatever they want uh, because sometimes, uh, you know, when it comes to your gut, your gut will tell you how it feels. So my, my strong belief, and then we actually haven't talked about this. So I'm glad that you brought this up. Well done. That I'm a big believer in whatever you take from a nutritional perspective or any dietary change you make, you should notice the difference that you feel better in some way. So let's take a probiotic as an example. What's the time frame on that? Time frame on that? Yeah. So like you know, I would say a good three months is okay. a good kind of like barometer. So if you're going through the program right now and you're like, I'm not feeling anything, well, that's way too early. And the same thing for like taking a supplement. Yeah. Sometimes people notice that they sleep better right away, boom, or their bloating goes away. In the case of probiotic, sometimes it doesn't. So you okay. got to give it the appropriate amount of time. Usually for supplements, any supplement if taken, assuming taking the right dose, usually within six weeks, you'll notice a difference. Okay, great. Usually, sometimes earlier. And I really try to focus on, this is what I do with my patients day in and day out, people feeling better ASAP. Mm -hmm. And probiotics can, in a lot of cases, really help people feel 
less bloated, their digestion gets better, their stools get a little bit more solid, regular, because you're putting in bacteria into your gut. That's what probiotics are. Prebiotics are fertilizer for the gut. So probiotics are the grass seed. Prebiotics are the fertilizer. You kind of need both, right? If you're kind of trying to redo your lawn, you kind of need both. You do not need to take them at the same time. The probiotic is not fed by the prebiotic. The prebiotic feeds what's already in there. If people are thinking they take the probiotic and they're going to somehow re-inoculate their digestive system and their bacteria, no, that's not what happens. No, it's more the prebiotic that, right? Prebiotic over time will do it. However, there are some people, and this is a smaller percentage, that if they take the prebiotic, they're like, whoa, I don't feel good. I'm like really bloated. Or the same thing with 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 a probiotic. That's a sign that you have an imbalance in your gut. That's called dysbiosis. We'll talk about that in our next live or the live (laughs) after that. So much to talk about. One of the obstacles, and that is a good example of someone that needs to work with a naturopathic doctor. Mm. I also, this is so off topic, but I heard sometimes when people start taking a probiotic and they get itchy butt, that can be a sign that they have worms, like pinworms. Is that true? I've never seen that, but I, I, that sign is something that I've heard of before. It, it, okay. Itchy butt can mean lots of different things. Um, okay. You know, I'm glad that if anyone comes in right now and talk, us talking about itchy butt, they're probably going to be like, <laughs> what the heck are these guys talking about? Um, it can also mean yeast and candida. It can also mean uh, uh, some hemorrhoids and you know, there, there's a lot of things that can cause candida. I mean, I'm running out of time. I got two minutes, but candida that people are always talking about, they go to, that's a naturopathic You're, you know, you've got candida. Everyone who goes to a naturopath, you got candida. What is that? I haven't said that diagnosis probably in two or three months. Well, just because so you're not, you're not, there. you're not like, yeah. you're not the people that you're not the people that people are talking about. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so it's true. Naturopaths have this reputation of like, everyone is candida and you know, nah, no, uh, not everybody does, but there are yeah. some select people that do. And sometimes probiotics can either, sometimes I see that they can maybe be helpful or they might actually make you feel worse. And that's a sign that there's some sort of imbalance. It may be candida, but it may also be something else, Gina. So it's okay. hard to know. I've also seen foods, allergies and sensitivities cause itchy red butts. So oh, okay. there's many okay. reasons. Okay. Back to the probiotic. Who would benefit? How do they know? And what do you like better? Is it just, it's case case situation would you do you do you prescribe do you suggest more together or do you you do you suggest more prebiotic or do you i rarely actually truth be told i rarely do do it together because i'm just conscious of the amount of supplements that people are taking and they're probably taking a lot so yeah i usually say if you have any gut issues a good place to start is a probiotic okay let that because probiotics help recreate some of the balance yeah um they don't change the amount of bacteria in your gut but they signal the microbiome to help repair itself. That's okay. the best way to put it. Probiotics yeah. are a signal. Once you stop taking them, that if they haven't changed the effect, then the effect usually goes away, let's say for IBS, mm-hmm. or um, the, the, the guts rebalance itself and it's, it's normal. I start with a probiotic. Um, usually any gut issues start there and then move to a, a prebiotic. If you don't have really any issues, then you could do both. Or you can uh, you can start with um, let's say you just want to build your microbiome you can go with the gut smart like with uh, prebiotic yeah like this actually has prebiotic and probiotic it prebiotic does, yeah. fiber and probiotic formula so something like this would be good for covering the basis if people aren't sure absolutely yeah and then um, how would they know like they would be like you know obviously bowel movement issues um, bloated you know when you eat certain foods like what what would you know what would you like how would people know they need to take it 
Yeah. So I would say if you're feeling, if you're taking it and you feel like, feel pretty good, you're like, oh yeah, I feel better. That's a good sign that things are tolerated well. Um, all the digestive issues, maybe not like things like reflux and burping, that doesn't really change, but more like lower digestive issues, like uh, bloating, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of indigestion, uh, but usually a little bit longer after food. Uh, something like IBS is a big sign, like, you know, like yeah. alternating stools, any stool changes is a really good sign. Also, I forgot to mention, you know, probiotics, especially specific strains, there are hundreds of different strains, Gina. This is another example yeah. of being specific, like the 50 billion that is in that product that you showed as an example, that was just one company, some smart person putting together strains, but it, those strains have never been studied together. We don't really know a specific indication. There are certain strains that are like, you know what, they've been studied for inflammation. They've been studied for mm -hmm. Crohn's. I have one that's in my fridge right now that I'm using that is specific for immune system, even immune system in kids. So probiotics have like this wide swath of benefit and it really is very specific. And a lot of people don't use it that way. So I think, I think we're not really fully harnessing the full power of probiotics because this has a certain strain, but this, like what happens is they're all together and then I swallow this and then they kind of break open and that's the strongest ones kind of fight it out and decide. We don't actually know. We actually don't fully know we don't what know. they do. Yeah. They, 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 they kind of have an effect. Um, they don't even, not even fight it out. It's more like, it's like the, the bacteria that are already in our gut see these foreign bacteria, even though they're similar strains and they're like, okay, we need to clean up our act because we got these new guys coming in. So there's like a signal. I mean, we could talk about the mechanism, uh, you know, in, in a ton of detail, but do work for a lot of people uh, and, and kind of, it'd be worth trying if you have any gut issues. Okay. I love that. We're trying, we're trying no harm in trying all these. They're all over the counter. Right. Most of them are also available in kid versions. Uh, nothing we recommend. You have to be concerned about if you are talk with your doctor. I know you guys have asked a million questions and Dr. Paul is not going to be in here answering them for you. Just so heads up on that. Right. He is a very busy doctor. Um, if you want to reach him, um, he is, he's always, he's on Instagram is a great place to follow him. Um, you know, you can ask him stuff there. You can reach out. He's online. Do a quick Google search. You will be able to find him. We are selected to have him. He's a very busy man. Um, very busy man. Um, uh, Dr. Paul, if people, is that, is that right? People want to find you? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I have tons of people from previous groups messaging me. It's hard for me to get to all this stuff. I love all you guys. I love putting out this information. I love doing lives with you, Gina. Thank you so much for doing it. Oh, thank uh, you. And, you know, if you want to get in touch with me, you can, um, you know, booking into like, you know, April and, and May and stuff like that. So it's really um, hard to find, but um, we're here for you. I'll be with you back on the program two more yeah. times. I'm yeah. psyched. I'm pumped. Yeah, Thanks, Gina. Too. You're the best. Thank you. All right, everyone. Have a nice Good luck with everyone. Stick to it. <laughs> I will. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.